What's going on, Canes fans? Peter Rees bringing you another edition of Canes Insight Live. Of course, want to wrap up this win that the Canes Hoops team just had over Long Island University. But D-Money is going to be joining me very soon here in the next few minutes, and we're going to be talking football transfer portal. I know everyone wants to know what's going on there. Tons of moving pieces, obviously. Um, quarterback position is the one that everyone wants to know about and the number one position that Miami needs to upgrade as you have to see uh, you know, what's going to develop over these next this next week, couple weeks. At first, I think with the quarterbacks, a lot of people expected these decisions to go quickly, but I think these guys are going to be smart with their decisions and really weigh things out. So, yes, Miami does have to move quickly here, but at the same time, there's a process that all of these guys are going through a decision-making process, right? So uh, D-Money is going to be joining me in a few minutes here, and we'll be discussing a lot of different things in terms of the portal. Tons of guys have already entered from Miami side. We'll talk about that with D money who are the guys that you know Miami's going to miss the most are they going to miss any of these guys um i think certain guys everyone's going to feel um like there were missed opportunities with them for whatever reasons whether it be injury you look at a Don Chaney and i think everyone saw his talent wasn't able to stay healthy here everyone wishes him the, the you know the best moving forward but you know, you know, let's see what sort of opportunity he gets. But Miami obviously is going to be looking to, you know, do the best they can to upgrade at every position here. D Money, good evening. How are you doing? Doing great, man. A lot of action going on. Great Canes win. Um, not much of a game, but uh, a lot going on, man. A lot to get to. I know the people are waiting for, for some bank updates on the Canes and everything that's going on. I'll, I'll try to give them what I can. Yeah, I was I was going to give a quick basketball update, but I mean, you said it, man. This was one of the most overmatched teams I think I've seen Miami play in a while. LIU, Long Island University. Rod Strickland was the head coach, had his two kids out there, right? And I mean, it was 21-23, nothing Miami early in that game. It was... I was there. I was there live, and it was it was not pretty. I mean, these guys had three air balls in a row at one point from the three-point line early in that game, and it just... You almost felt bad for them at a certain point. I cheered when they when they made their first <laughs> made their first basket. But um, yeah. Rod you know, Strickland, the, the, by the way, uh, you know, sickening made him jump like Rod Strickland. See if uh, if anybody in the comments knows that one. They should. I know that was a little before your time, Pete. A little bit, a little bit. But uh, Omir with his double double, Matthew Cleveland, fifteen points. Um, I would say Keyshawn George yep. was an impressive guy off off the bench that um, 13 points. But again, if you watch these games, if you watch it on TV, but if you're there, as I know you've been to, to a game this year also, the biggest, I mean, one of the biggest guys on the court, Miami or the other side, and he has some skill about him. Yeah, by the way, Corey DiBiase and Laura Freeman in the comments got that that Raekwon reference reference quick. Um, but yeah, as far as um, there it is. Uh, as far as Keyshawn, we're gonna need him. We talked about another podcast. We're gonna need him. He's gonna have to be the guy with his size, his ability to distribute, 
and just his upside down the road if you're going to beat teams like Kentucky in the tournament. So games like this are good for his confidence. And, and you know, again, it's all part of a development process that will hopefully hit a, its stride as we get closer to March. But, uh, yeah, let's go, let's get to the bank, man. Let's get let's – Yeah, get to I'm not going to – we don't need to really get into – So, at in terms of the football, right, in terms of these primetime positions, we're talking about the quarterback spot, defensive line – you lose a Leonard Taylor, right? Where is Miami at, at these spots? And really across the board, because we understand Mario's been very open about it. They're looking to upgrade across the board. Yeah. So, you know, it's almost like free agency, as you know, P, because you've been in this game where you wonder if you're all players asking for more money, can we get an upgrade in the portal or someone that's just as good for cheaper? I mean, it's really, these are a lot of decisions being made. What, what about the, the, how does that fit with the, with the high school recruiting? So a lot going on. That's why, you know, people are w- wondering why I haven't dropped the bank. It's so fluid. that it's hard to really get anything because everything is up in the air. So I'm going to tell you stuff. I know for a fact, obviously quarterback is the focus of everybody. Here's what I'll say on quarterback. I believe Miami has a line where they say, this is the caliber of player that can win us a championship at quarterback. And they will take a player that's over the line. Basically, the first person over the line that says they want to be a Kane, I think Miami will take um, and not be picky. So first name, Cam Ward um, from Washington State. He's certainly over the line and a major Miami target. Miami has visited him uh, in person and had a lot of communications with him. Will Howard out of Kansas State, same thing. A lot of in-person communications. Uh, Dylan Gabriel reached out to us on Saturday. There's been communication there. A lot of people think he's going to Oregon, but he would be someone that's over that line. And then two that are not currently in the portal, Michael Pratt out of Tulane, from originally from Boca, then Deerfield Beach. He's someone that was linked to Miami last year. We were in the TVD flirtation with Alabama. And if he does not go pro and elects to go in the portal – you could bet he's a major Miami target. Also, Talia Tagavaloa, to his little brother from Maryland. He needs a waiver to play another year. If he gets that waiver, you would expect Miami to be a player there. So those are the five guys right now that I would say are over the line. And if any one of those wants to be a Miami Hurricane, I think Miami would accept that and then move on to the other positions that they got to worry about. So those are the names to keep an eye on. And again, very fluid. But Miami, think of it like a line. Those are the guys over the line. And Miami will take the first player over the line who wants to be a cane. Um, and they have a lot of money to spend. And they have an offensive line that, that quarterbacks want to play with. Uh, that's why there's mutual interest with, with, with really all those guys. Um, that's the quarterback position. Also a high school quarterback position. Cedric Bailey, CJ Bailey. Miami continues to recruit him. Uh, you know, this was not an automatic flip. Miami's going to have to recruit him out of that NC State commitment. And I think the key is going to be visits, you know, having him on campus, which I understand that's going to be, that's in the works, get him on campus. And then that will be when Miami makes its push. Um, so that's the quarterback position. Running back, Jordan Lyle, Ohio State commit from St. Thomas. We've been talking about on the bank forever. Um, Miami has been working to flip him. I like Miami to, to complete that flip. Very similar to Mark Fletcher last year. Um, and Kevin Riley looks good out of Alabama. Looks like he's going to solidify his commitment. Uh, wide receiver. Um, 
you know, for that's a position that I think depends on the quarterback a lot. And there's a lot of movement there. Uh, for one thing, um, you know, there's the kids that are here, meaning is Restrepo going to go pro? Is uh, our, our, our Jacoby George, Kobe Young, Brashard Smith going to flirt with the portal? I think anything's on the table when it comes to those guys, and they're going to be watching the quarterback room very closely. Um, in terms of guys to add, Deion Burks from Purdue is a guy I know Miami loves. That's someone that Miami is very, very high on. At the in the portal, uh, also has offered uh, Cyrus Allen, um, wide receiver. By the way, yeah, thanks, Brad, for the reminder. Like and subscribe to this podcast. Um, we're going to be giving you exclusive stuff all the way through, um, and it's going to be crazy going down the stretch. So uh, that you know, our own names are going to be potential portal departures. You don't know what's going to happen with some of those guys um, and who's going to come in. But I mentioned again. Uh, Deion Burks from Purdue, Cyrus Allen from Louisiana Tech. Those are some portal names to watch coming in. Um, also, when it comes to wide receiver, the big name, Jeremiah Smith. Miami feels good where they're at with Jeremiah Smith. I think the C.J. Bailey recruitment is going to play big there. That's one that's going to go down to the wire. Uh, Miami has a lot of, uh, you know, with, when it comes to the financial part of it, Miami's very committed uh, to doing what it takes, NIL-wise, to land Jeremiah Smith. And, they feel they're in a good position relationship-wise. Obviously, he's committed to Ohio State. Florida State's still hanging there. But Miami has confidence on Jeremiah Smith. We'll see where that goes. But that's you know clearly target number one. But the, as far as guys coming in, guys coming out, I could see movement at wide receiver probably more than people might expect. Um, and the hope is that just Miami ends up better at the end of all of it than they were going in. And I think they can, especially with the high school kids that they're recruiting, Nikar and Jojo, uh, Jojo Trader and Chance Robinson, all three big recruits committed and solid. Um, you know, tight end, not much to report there at this point. Uh, offensive line, this part of a lot is recruiting your own guys. You've been reporting that Lee probably leaning towards leaving right now. How do you replace him at center? Do you have to go get someone in the portal? Uh, Miami's offered a couple centers. Um, is that a direction they go? Um, Jalen Rivers, if he comes back, which I understand, you know, he's a different kind of cat. Education is very important to him. Get him back. Now he's at left tackle. What happens to Samson Okalola? What happens to uh, Matt McCoy? That's an interesting position to see how that shakes out. But I watch our current guys first at offensive line. Uh, I don't expect any movement from our class. I know Kavion Broussard got a uh, the Louisiana commit or the commit from Louisiana High School uh, got a crystal ball to Ole Miss. Um, I'm told very directly that he was communicating with Miami and to basically telling him, you know, we're not messing with Ole Miss. We're, we're at war with Miami. He's going to visit Miami officially in a week. So they'll get a feel for him there, but they feel very confident with, with Broussard, um, Minaya, solid. Um, I don't see him getting dropped. Um, and so he's solid. Plaz is solid. And Nico Frankievelli, uh, I messed up that last name, but I think I think that offensive line class is pretty solid. Markel Bell as well. So it's going to be about who who's kept from from the high, from the the team right now, and then do they need to replace those guys in the portal? On the D, defense, I wanted to add, yeah, I wanted to add something real quick on the O line because I've I've been talking about you know Lee and and Rivers and this stuff is so fluid, right? So yeah, I posted something the other day and. It's not just from, you know, it's from all sides, right? We have the, we have our, our connections with the staff and then we have people who are with the NFL and they're all expecting certain things, right? But 
with how quickly things change here and how quickly different guys become priorities, right? You never know how, how decisions end up turning out. But what I will say, because there's questions about a Matt Lee, for example, center is a position that's not highly valued in the NFL draft, right? So if he came out this year, he has a, you know, a good chance to be drafted as probably a day three type guy again, because of the value of the position, Unfortunately, I've heard that he has some some sort of medical something with his back, I believe, that teams are concerned about for a second, you know, for him to play a long career. So if you're a guy like him, yeah, you could come back and make NIL money, but he's good enough to play in the NFL. Why, in his mind, let me go give myself an opportunity here and let me go prove it wrong that I can that I can stay healthy and, you know, because that's what that's what it is. It's not a talent thing with him. But people, a lot of people question, hey, why doesn't a guy just come back? He's not a first top 100 pick in the draft. It's very – each guy's decision, man. There's a lot of variables that go into it, right? And with a guy like Matt Lee, the guy's played how, how many college games already? He's given his body up for the college game. If he wants to go give himself a chance to play professional football that he's good enough to do – again, let me add that, right – whether he gets drafted super high or not, he's good enough to, to, to make it and be a starter in the league, right? If he wants to give himself that chance, that's what people have to understand is the hard decision. Yeah, everyone wants to be a first-round pick, but it's not realistic for everyone at the end of the day. So I just that that's just some context I wanted to add. No, that's good context. By the way, are we, are we slapping the Cole McConaughey interview in the back of this? I want to make sure listeners know. Yeah, so, so obviously we're doing this live show right now, everybody, but – for everyone listening live tomorrow morning, check your, you know, wherever you get your podcast, it's going to be here on YouTube as well. Cole McConaughey. You've been, you've been pronouncing it McConaughey. I actually, I yeah. asked him. Thank you for, for correcting. So it's Cole McConaughey, right? Defensive end edge commitment uh, for Miami who flipped from Louisville. It was a great interview has his Louisiana roots, but he's, you know, he's there pretty much. He's, yeah, I told him you might as well be in Florida. You're there. You're there right outside of of the the state border there in in Alabama. But it was you know really really good kid. Excited to get him down here. I think he's a guy who projects body type wise as someone that they're really excited about. And production as a pass rusher D to me, it, I mean, it translates at all levels with his traits. No doubt. So you know, switching now, let's talk defensive line. Um, you got him locked up. You got um, Marquise Lightfoot like locked up. Uh, Dalen Russell. We'll see how that ends up. I think he'll probably end up in the class, but that's you know we'll see. Um, in terms of high school, Justin Scott obviously got committed. Artavius Jones feel good about that one. That one's looking better than it has, and at any point you never you know you never know, but feel pretty good about where he's going to stick around um, there. So other names, you know, Elias Rudolph, you know, he's had injuries and he's, you know, could be some academic stuff there to think about. So he's one to keep an eye on. Um, I would say there's been buzz about a David Stone, all this kind of stuff, Dylan Stewart. If I'm watching for a big five-star flip, I keep an eye on Armando Blunt. I think that's the the more likely move um, as far as, you know, a big five-star flip. That's the name I'd watch. and that's going to be a battle, but you know that's the name I would watch on that front. Uh, linebacker, you got Camp Pruitt. He's locked in. 
you know, Shavers, could he be someone that looks around? Yeah, possible. Um, so we'll see on that, on that, um, Safety, Zach Nicole Patterson is locked in. You know, from the transfer portal front, they want safeties. I think they're going to look at safeties that enter the portal coming forward. Uh, we already know Savion Riley, Miami, I confirmed, has interest in him. I think Gabby reported that he was visiting. Uh, he's someone Miami likes as a very talented guy. I know Vanderbilt was not happy to lose him. The guy made 13 tackles, I think, against UF. Has had some injuries, but went on the field very talented. 6'2", rangy safety that can tackle. Uh, so Miami likes him at safety. Um you know, defensive tackle, I should have mentioned. Miami, that's a position Miami's looking at hard. Uh, C.J. Clark from NC State, Miami likes him. He'll be visiting this weekend. He's someone that played nose tackle, but they think he could be a very good 4-3 defensive tackle. Uh, and, and in high school, he had a verified 4-6 shuttle at 303. So this guy with a lot of quicks. His stats may not ref- – he's been a very good player for NC State, but as a nose, so his stats you know, don't jump out the page as far as sacks and tackles for loss. I think part of the intrigue with him coming to Miami – is that he'd be able to be more of a penetrator. And when you look again, four, six shuttle in high school, he's a top two, four, seven player back, back in the day uh, at three Oh three, you know, he can make some moves. So defensive backs also to watch as far as recruiting Xavier Lucas. I mentioned him. Uh, I think that's a very possible flip candidate from Wisconsin. Xavier Mincy from Daytona beach, one of the highest rated players on the board. Um, as of right now, if you ask me to make my pick on December 6th, I would strongly pick Miami. Anything can happen, but I think Miami's majorly in the lead uh, with Xavier Mincy, who is a top, you know, fifty player, depending who you ask. So I may have missed something, but that's basically the lay of the land when it comes to recruiting in the portal, as far as I understand. I, I have a question for you, D. I mean, this is now the third portal cycle that this staff has gone through here. Um, have you sensed any difference in the approaches? I mean, the aggression you see the coaches out on in-home visits with 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 these portal guys. To me, it seems like obviously everyone across the country has to be aggressive, but in terms of the uh, the scouting process and and figuring out the certain guys that fit their fit their scheme, I mean. How tough is it for them to gauge and do their background research on? You're looking for a quarterback, right? It's a, it, this is not this is the the most important piece of the puzzle, and it's more than what an what arm talent is, and you know how fast a guy is. There's a lot that goes into this 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 decision. How how are they navigating this whole process? I mean, Dawson visiting these kids. You know, yeah. and getting to know them in that respect. And then there's been, uh, you know, you can't talk to the kids before they're in the portal, but you can look at them if you think they might be in the portal. That's part of what I think has been happening with these personnel departments. There's been some legwork done before they jumped in under the assumption that they may jump in. You know, I know Miami has been cognizant of the fact that they might be doing this quarterback switcheroo, you know, since the beginning of November at least. So we have the bowl game coming up here you know, next few weeks, how important, you know, I think we're done in terms of recruiting, right? Anything else, any, anything else nope, you want to add? That's we, what I got. Yeah. We can get some questions in here as, as this is a live show that again, will be available tomorrow with the Cole McConathy interview at the end of it. We appreciate everyone. We have two thirty plus right now. So these are awesome numbers. Appreciate su- your support and things are only heating up. So you know, keep it locked on canesinsight.com. 
we we have the recruiting updates as always. I'm posting these anything I hear in terms of these draft decisions. I'm posting on the board. So the eye in the sky, the the message board forum, that's the place to be for team info, and then the recruiting board, and then we have a portal board underneath that now too. So if you are not on canesinsight.com, completely free. We you know we aren't a subscription site. There are sites out there that we that we respect that are subscription sites, but you know, we're completely free. So at the end of the day, hop on the website, create an account, join the conversation, the forums, you're going to get the information there before anything else. Um, but D, in terms of these bowl, you know, any team, anything interesting team-wise leading up to this bowl game, obviously looks like Jakari Brown is going to be the starting quarterback. Um, and it's an opportunity for him, right? Whether he's going to be here or if he decides to move forward, which I think anything's on the table for him, right? But it's an opportunity for him um, to lead this team forward. Yeah, I'm excited to watch Shikari. I've always been a fan. You know, I think his upside is huge. If you build the offense around him, I like his intangibles. I like his tangibles. You know, he's big and fast, but also just the, the character stuff and, and the, the the competitiveness and some of the instincts. I like what he can do in an offense that's geared towards his running. You know, you got to, you can't just treat him like a drop back pass. You got to utilize his skills. Um, so that's something to watch. Um I'm excited, man. I'm excited. You know, any bowl game is good. Miami's one in, I think, one in 10 in their last 11 bowls, something like that. So, you know, this is a, a must win as you can be for the pinstripe bowl. Cause you just want to reverse that history, get to eight wins and get that momentum rolling. Um, some questions. I, I saw uh, Martin Dubé saying, Good morning from Africa. What are the chances of flipping McCra- uh, LJ McCray from Florida? I don't see that. Again, if I'm looking at a, at a defensive line flip, I, I would watch Armando Blunt out of Miami Central, FSU commit. Um, G-Dub wants to know about Lagway. I haven't heard anything about Lagway uh, personally. Amari Williams, will he reclassify for 2025? I'll find out. I haven't heard that, but I'll find out about that. Martin, um, my, my guy, Martin, real quick. I, I think you're in Zimbabwe, right? Uh, congratulations on a great result uh, for the for the national team in the World Cup qualifiers against Nigeria recently. I was watching that game. Great result for them against against the super Eagles. So congratulations. Look at, um, look at, look at the diversity we got here talking about soccer, African soccer. Um, Steven Aveo, were there combos of certain players from this year that their NIL may be reduced? They may have had made them move on. You know, I, I won't get into the NIL stuff. I think there are some players that were encouraged to move on to make room. And just because, you know, it just wasn't a fit. They weren't going to get playing time moving forward. They get more playing time somewhere else. Maybe they'll get more money somewhere else. And Miami needs rooms for players. So I think more mutual partings, uh, there's a lot of those. Now, some there's not. Some there's guys Miami's are going to have to fight to flip or to keep. Um, so they're looking at that. Uh, Laura Freeman wants to know what's up with Patrick Payton. He wanted the money that Jared Verse got to go to FSU, considering that Verse is leaving and now he's the top pass rusher. Uh, he didn't get it and he's upset. So. FSU struggling, um, their money's being questioned. So all good things. I don't see him as a Miami fit. Um, you know, I think Miami, if Miami gets a, a portal defensive end, I think they're going to try to get bigger size-wise um, as opposed to getting more of a skinny pass rusher like Peyton, even though he's a very good player. Um, 
a couple questions from Kane's Cats Heat 305 on Ellis Robinson. I think Miami thinks they have a chance with Ellis Robinson. I'm more wait and see, but Miami has a lot of confidence that they have that they're really in that game, both with Ellis Robinson and Jeremiah Smith. Um, Zion will ever play in Miami again. I'm not a doctor at this point. I would not be too optimistic. Uh, Ralph wants to know. I don't feel Dylan Stewart flip for Miami. Look, I didn't know Justin Scott was going to flip, so you know maybe I'm being kept in the dark. But I don't. I think Dylan Stewart's probably too tight end to South Carolina um, for a lot of reasons, you know, NIL otherwise. Um, Gio wants to know, has Talia applied for a waiver yet? My understanding is yes. Great numbers tonight, man. I appreciate everyone who's on here, 275-plus. So, you know, get these get these questions in here before we wrap it up because we got we to gotta get this over to, to our producer tonight. You know, we, we, he, he was <laughs> – well, Just texting yeah, we'll, us these, so I, I don't. I, yeah, know, we're gonna I, do it. We'll wrap it up now. Old King wants to know Shamar Stewart or Marvin Jones. Neither of them are in the portal right now. I think the more likely to jump in the portal would be Shamar Stewart. And if Shamar Stewart does jump in the portal, I think Miami will have an excellent shot. So, um, and Stephen Avea wants to know time frame on getting a QB. I know Miami would love to wrap it up by this weekend, but I think they wanted to wrap it up by Monday. You know this. You know this past Monday, it's a moving timeline, very fluid. Like I said. It's about getting someone over the line to come to Miami. Well, D, we appreciate everyone who's been on the live tonight. I'm sorry we can't get these last questions in here, but we do these every Thursday. This was a special edition one. Been been meaning to get some content out to you guys on this transfer portal stuff, but it's so fluid um, that we had to make sure we had you know all the right info for you. Again, another nice win for this Canes Hoops team tonight. And it's going to be a fun few weeks here, D. You're going to see a lot of new faces, I think, in this game, this bowl game, right? It's an interesting matchup against Rutgers. A lot of familiarity uh, between Coach Ciano on the other side and Coach Cristobal. But you're going to get a chance to see a lot of these, these young guys at certain positions that are going to have prominent roles next year. So... It's always exciting to look forward to seeing them. It's almost a showcase game, right? It's like, you know, you watch these All-American games at the end of the season. That's almost what it's going to feel like to me. Yeah, but meaningful for Miami at least. Let's get that win and and change the the pass. By the way, last thing before we let you go, Stephen Aveo wants to know thoughts on the GTA 6 trailer. That could have been a documentary. I'm pretty sure most of those, those shots were like real shots that they just put, you know, digitized. Um, because those, that was, you know, they weren't making it up. Those are, that looked like Miami for sure. I live in Miami beach. I mean, I saw a lot of familiar sights. So yes, my thoughts. All right. Canes fans. Appreciate everyone for tuning in tonight. Remember, check us out tomorrow on your YouTube page on every platform that you get your podcasts on Apple, you know, again, everywhere you get your YouTube or everywhere you get your podcasts, because we have the interview with Cole McConathy, Kane's commit, coming up after this. Excited to welcome now to the Kane's Insight podcast, Cole McConathy, recent Hurricanes commit out of Spanish Fort, Alabama. I was just telling him before the show, he's pretty much up there in the panhandle, might as well be in Florida, but he will be taking his talents to Coral Gables the next few years here as he's a Miami commit. Cole, appreciate you joining the show today. How are you doing? Doing great. Happy to be here. 
So Coleman, talk to me about this whirlwind of a process for you. Everyone knows you were committed to Louisville. You flipped to the Canes a few weeks ago, the week of the game between Miami and Louisville. So just talk about how things really have taken off for you in the last few months, right? Because you put up some monster numbers in, in high school ball out there in Alabama. You have the measurable 6'5", 225, right? So how have things really taken off for you, culminating with this commitment to Miami a few weeks ago? No, I'd say it uh, all came at me faster than expected, you know, uh, but uh, it wasn't like other people's recruitment process, you know, kind of uh, early on. And uh, I had I had good stats and everything sophomore year, freshman year. I, I mean, I've been playing varsity football since eighth grade and uh, had stuff come at me late in my senior year. And it's all a blessing, really, just however it comes. It's all God's work, and it all came at me. I'm just blessed to be committed and going to Miami. That's that's amazing. There's nowhere else I'd, I'd want to go. Was it always football for you? I know your dad played at a high level. You guys originally being from Louisiana, right? I mean, were you, all, were you born to play football? Were you interested in other sports? Did you play other sports growing up? Yes. No, I played. So growing, I didn't play football till late. I mean, I didn't really play tackle football till I was about 19 years old, and uh, which is kind of later than most growing up. All my buddies, I remember playing ball, tackle football in like kindergarten and begging my dad to go play it. But uh, I, re I originally had uh, hoop dreams. I wanted to be a basketball player, uh, but just, you know, didn't. That that isn't something that everybody can go play. I kind of went and found that football was easier and was real with myself, was better at it. I played baseball. I played uh, – did track too. Um, so, yeah, I did, I did uh, basketball and track all through high school. And I, what's your weight at right now? I mean, you're listed as 6'5", 225, but it seems like you've you've put on some weight, some good weight this last year. You've you've grown some as well. So just talk about your kind of like your growth the last couple of years as well. Yeah, no, I, my growth, I probably weigh about 230, 235, maybe around there. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've measured anywhere from 6'5 to 6'5 and a half. So right around there. Now, let's talk about this Miami commitment, right? I mean, it, it wasn't the best season in terms of wins and losses, but something you, you hear Coach Cristobal talk about is that there has been a lot of progress in a lot of important spots on this team, right? And obviously you were following the team. You had to be following what was happening this year closely. Um, just talk about why Miami, you know, obviously the coaching staff down there is very high on you from what I understand. Um, and just talk about what went into that decision. Um, the reason why I chose Miami is they were the first program really uh, just the way they recruited me and the just – attention to detail that they showed with the way that they recruited me was unlike any other school. I mean, I've been to Alabama, I've been to Auburn, I've been to all these schools. Uh, I mean, I had a lot of schools reach out to me and recruit me. And, you know, Miami was just second to none with their attention to detail 
Coach Cristobal, and then I have two uh, – I got two guys that played it in the position room, which is very unique, and not to mention one being a Hall of Famer, one of the best to ever do it. And um, I just want to go learn from them. I mean, both of them are just great coaches, Coach Salovey and then Coach uh, Taylor. That's, I mean, just doesn't get any better than that. And just going to – the school was really good. I really liked the school a lot, too. It was a lot different from any other places that I visited. And when you did go on your visit there, I mean, you just – you kind of alluded to it there, but there is a bigger – there's a bigger city feel, right, than a lot of places yeah. that that you visited. Did, did you like that? Because you are – you know, I, I don't like to label everyone, but you're a country boy more so than a city boy based oh, yeah. on where, you know, where you've been. So how, how did you like that aspect of it? Oh, no, I'm 100 percent. I, I liked <laughs> it a lot. It wasn't uh, it wasn't where I thought it would be. You know, it's it's really uh, like 20, 20 minutes from like South Beach, like Miami. Yeah. But I mean, it's in Coral Gables and nicer. So I, I kind of got that. That was some of my questions when I was when being recruited, right. like asking uh, some of the guys, like how how is it? And they're like, they don't really give you a chance to go out in the city and you know mess up and do yeah. some stuff like that. I mean, you you're 20 minutes away from it. And you so got to hop in a car, I, man. You yeah, got exactly. You got to hop. You got to go. You got to go find the trouble more so <laughs> but and then it's traffic too i mean it's not really 20 minutes it's probably right. gonna be about an hour right and look it's it's more so than a lot of people look at the negatives of being in a big city but there's also a lot of opportunities yeah. right outside of 100%. football and, and after football which is a big part of it oh yeah yeah no doubt no doubt i don't know man i think you and coach gidry are going to be looking for the crawfish boils down here because yeah he he actually uh coached against my dad in high school okay and what did he have any stories for you there because i was gonna ask you if there was any any uh connections there because obviously coach gidry being a deep louisiana you know he he represents the yeah. reps louisiana hard down here so you no, got any uh, got any connections there with him yeah no our, our meeting was very brief you know i was uh i went and visited them after the virginia game and uh our meeting was really brief and uh, just them and my dad got shaking hands and discussed kind of like, oh, oh, we played against – they didn't even realize it kind of until they shook hands and they played against – or he coached against my dad in high school. Wow. Okay, listen, Coach Gidry, it, he said in a press conference a few weeks ago, they asked him how he's liking his adjustment to Miami and he said he loves everything about it, loves the weather, loves the culture down here. But – they asked him about the food and he said, there's no comparison. He said, he said the food in Louisiana was, was way, way better. So I don't know. You may have an adjustment to make there. Oh yeah. No, the food, food is great everywhere in the South. Now a couple more questions here before I let you go, Cole, you talked about your position coaches and coach Salavea, coach JT, coach Cristobal. Talk about yeah. your impression of him and kind of where he has, this program headed towards? Um, and that's, that's the most I've ever been recruited by head coach. Uh, he has been very involved in my recruitment. Uh, he's not above picking up the phone, calling me, texting me whenever. And uh, just, 
he he has really shown me that he believes in me and my abilities to play the game and I, I really appreciate that and just the whole staff for believing in me talking about coach Gidry a little bit in terms of football right have, have has he given you an idea of where yeah. he kind of envisions you because he moves guys around now he drops guys back yeah. in coverage so how, what is what has he told you your kind of role would look like no, I'm, you know, it sees me playing true defensive end, you know, field okay. in and uh, getting after the quarterback. But our call, the, another reason why I chose Miami as well, our calls from that in high school are very similar. It wouldn't be different than what I'm playing now, except mm -hmm. dropping into coverage a lot less in college versus high school. I mean, kind of played coverage a lot more uh, my sophomore and junior year and uh, just – this, I mean, the scheme is just like what I'm doing in high school. In fact, some of the calls are the same. Any NFL players you watch or any, you know, could be a college player, but any pass rushers, I should say, you, you kind of check out and, and try to pick certain things up from? Like currently or? It could be all time. It could be all time. All time. Uh, I mean, current currently I, I enjoy watching, like, Obviously, Miles Garrett, uh, Max Crosby, T.J. White, Michael Parsons, those guys really like watching Max Crosby, the effort he plays with. Mm -hmm. And uh, But I got to say, I, I really uh, – I used to watch uh, Lawrence Taylor's highlights a lot before the games and stuff. So, uh, just, I mean, the way Lawrence Taylor – I mean, that's the greatest to do it. He's the best. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's not a, not a bad one. I mean, so, and you kind of mentioned – Max Crosby has it. LT obviously had it. But one thing that stands out when you watch your yeah. tape is that motor you play with, right? Where does that come from? Oh, well, I mean, that's – if you want to make plays, that's how, you, that's how you make plays. I mean, you got you to gotta play every play like it's your last. And uh, there's, there's no – football has done so much for me already. Why, why not give it everything that I have? A great answer there. Cole, are you an early enrollee? Yeah, I'll be I'll be uh, enrolled in January. Man, that that'll be big for you if you're already at two thirty, two thirty five, and they want you to play pure defensive end. Obviously, getting in that weight room, getting the nutrition program, and then just getting in the system. So, how excited are you now? In a you know just over a month, right? Ready to have yes, that opportunity yeah. to get down here. No, I'm very very excited to be down there and just excited to get to work. Uh, nothing else. I mean, just excited to get down there and get to work. Cole McConaughey, man, really appreciate the time today. Uh, Canes fans, I know, are very excited about you. Canes fans, look, they uh, they like a guy who makes a flip of a commitment, first of all. And then the way you did it the week of the the week of the Louisville yeah. game, I know the Canes didn't get it done, but they they appreciated that one. So I know Twitter oh, yeah. was probably fun for you that week with all with all the fans. Yeah, yeah. Your, uh, no, it was. I mean, just that's expected, but uh, yeah. yeah, I got a lot of hate. Well, listen, you're a Miami Hurricane, so get used to it. That's right. That's right. Cole McConaughey, appreciate the time today, and go Canes. Yeah, man, go Canes. Appreciate it.